0: Do you feel as if reality has been altered? That something or someone has interfered with our collective present moment? Then this is the podcast for you. This is the sound of duality. This has the sound of a DMT molecule as it travels through your body, opening you to the knowledge that you seek. It's also the sound of sheep. And bliss, wandering this universe, and the concept of Sonder as you play a lead role created by these two states of being. Pull up a pew and take a seat. This is a podcast of all you touch and all you see. The guests are everything in between. Enjoy the ride, enjoy the duality of each state of being and the very thin line between each. Alright guys,
1: welcome to Pull Up A Pew Podcast. We'll save everybody from the super long intro. <laughs> goes on for almost another minute. Uh, this is Pull Up A Pew Podcast. Uh, please, if you're listening to this right now, please hit the five stars for us so that we can readily be visible to people on Apple and anywhere else that you get your podcasts from. Uh, I think that opening actually is is perfect for our uh, discussion today. We're going to be speaking with the author of DMT and My Occult Mind 2. We have, of course, interviewed the author Dick Kahn about his first book of the same name, and we welcome him today to discuss part two and his investigation into occult realities using the spirit molecule or DMT. So Dick, welcome. How are you? you.
2: I'm good. Thank you, Drew. It's uh, absolutely great to be here. So uh, thank you for having me on the show.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really very happy to have you on. So just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe about the book. And I'd say it's layout because it is a bit different than a regular novel. I'd, I'd call this maybe a little bit more like a diary or notations on the investigation into dmt
2: yeah okay so just quick um about myself i'm uh just a regular guy i see myself as just a regular guy a working class guy from the uh north of england um you know i'm, I'm in my late 40s uh, i'm happily married i've got two fantastic boys and uh several years ago now a chance to uh, upon the spirit molecule documentary long story short i ended up um, pursuing the dmt experience was absolutely enamored by the dmt experience and after quite a few experiences i i decided to set my stall out so to speak and and try and Mm -hmm. come some understanding as to what was happening after smoking the potent substance and you know I, i i did that i began documenting my um Experiences and 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 from that, uh, eventually came to uh, write and publish a couple of books, as you've referenced. DMT and My Cult Mind Two is uh, my second book. Uh, the layout is a little bit different. It's um, well, it 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 still contains. I think it's about one hundred and fifty experiences in there. But the beginning I was just of the ask book, you how many yeah, to. yeah, I think that's about one hundred and fifty six. I think in there. But the beginning of the book documents my what happened after I'd published the original, right? Right, right. EMT and my occult mind, which has since been retired because I thought it was too big and wordy. So he kind of details that because I had no social media presence and I didn't really know how to
1: market the book or what to do. So and you mean it, in the beginning in the, in the prelude you're talking about that this is in the beginning yes yeah. right, so just right. just
2: yes yeah. so it it touches on the on that and then there's an experience But at, at the the um at the latter end of the book then there's there's more wider discussion and analysis on the d m t experience and uh that's that's missing from the revised version of d m t and my occult mind, which is d m t and my Occult mind light. So, uh, yeah, the second book for me represents my, my best work to date.
1: Got it. Okay. In the beginning, I'll, I'll say in, in that prelude, uh, you got a saying that says there is no religion higher than truth. The truth is no words. That sounds very Taoist to me, kind of like the uncarved block of no sound and just potential that's locked up in the block and what can be carved out of it. So uh, to me, that's a good way to describe DMT as an uncarved block of limitless potential for each experience.
2: Yeah, and I think you know, it, it represent. I think I'm representing that. I recognize that. Right. I'm nowhere near the truth I, I readily say i don 't believe i 've scratched the surface with with this, but I think <laughs> it 's just just kind of like you know pr- promoting a degree of of modesty because that 's where i 'm at i 'm not here saying i 'm the dmt authority quite from it and and the first line there is no religion higher than truth that comes from uh, a Theosophical book in fact the 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 classic Theosophical book, The Secret Doctrine, by uh, Helena uh, Blavatsky published in 1888 okay. and that's that's in there and the second part the truth is no words it's actually uh it's the title of a, an indie song from a, a band near Lee. Oh, so, I, so I think it we're called separate. the truth so yeah I just I just took that from there because uh, them. yeah yeah
1: I like that okay now I get it mm-hmm. but yeah but it also does remind me of a just kind of a taoist uh, yeah, attitude I see why. Uh, yeah yes uh, yes yeah. yeah the uncarved block or whatever um and this one, <laughs> yeah, it depends on if if you want to answer it or not answer it. But you speak of not knowing if the police are going to come knocking on your door. <laughs> yeah. You know, at any time, it almost seems to me that you, you've got to be on the radar somehow. But you're just, I, I would think, just left alone because you're, you know, you're really just experimenting with it and uh, you know, documenting things. It's not like you're out, you
2: Dealing yeah, today. I mean, you know, with with hindsight now, it's it's kind of humorous, but at, at the time, I'd I'd been pursuing DMT for you know three years, pretty solid. Um, so been ordering, you know, back online. I, I don't know if that was monitored, and I I had no social media presence at all, so I don't know. I I, I suppose if I don't even know specifically, I don't, I don't but you must have landed somebody
1: or some way to get it well, or get access to it.
2: What was I thinking? Maybe I was thinking that somebody in the police would see somebody in the UK as uh, you know published mm-hmm. a book about DMT uh, experiences, so we'd better go and knock on his door. So I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking, but it's interesting you say on some digital, you know, maybe on government radar because, um, I mean, look, I'm I'm white British. My my wife's right. from Pakistan, and you know, my my surname kind of. You know, I, I did change my name legally upon marrying my wife because I knew it would make uh, oh. her happy. Yeah, nice. So I don't, yeah. So uh, you know, in terms of sort of terrorist element, I, I probably do have some small <laughs> files somewhere. You know, I'm, I'm sure they've realised I'm I'm no threat in terms of right. you know terrorist uh, terrorist mindset, but I don't know if the cross cross reference that with an interest in DMT. I don't know. I'd love I'd love to know, but I don't. I don't, you know, yeah. lose sleep over it. And there's no. I think
1: they know it. you're spending most of your time in it in a completely different realm <laughs> of experience, know. as opposed to any kind of terrorist activity. Yeah, so. indeed. Um. All right. So yeah. So that's the way that I went about the book. I you know I read the the introduction and went through all that, and then I kind of I jumped around because I remember from the original book that's kind of how it was laid out. But h- how do you also determine? because each day is a little is different as far as your dosage and of course that's going to kind of determine what what type of experience you're going to you're going to have to a degree did you have, was there a method to the madness of, of doing that? Like how much you decide or is it just whatever that day is? Yeah.
2: Put- I, I love this question. Cause it was just a case of, you know, I, I would sit down at the desk that I'm at now and I get, you know, my crystals out of the fridge and, and you know, let them get ambient and then I get my scales out and I'd like be, you know, tipping tomorrow and it was just, it was just really whatever I felt, you know, where, where my courage was, you know, and, uh, so yeah, it was, it was just that, you know, and sometimes, you know, I tip a bit more on than I felt comfortable with and that take off and other times I tip more on than I expected. and think, you know what, we'll, we'll go with that. And uh, yeah, there
1: at the end, I noticed it was some 64 yeah. milligram trips as opposed to normally you're in the 20 to 30 milligram range. I mean, is there really, is there a, is there a big difference that you can actually uh, detect Say when you do fifty or sixty, as opposed I to I think 30. I think
0: a
2: lot of it comes down to the um, technique of of smoking it, and mm-hmm. we say smoking it, but really you, you need to vaporize it. Vaporize and, it you know, yeah. I, I was at the time I was using the classic bottle pipe, and I really got the the skill, the technique down to pat. So I think you know. Oh, the, the, is that the cover then? Yeah, that's the that's I always the wondered. Classic, I didn't yeah. know there was
1: another PMT okay. Website. How does that work with PMT with a machine, bottle? Yeah. Yeah. Um you just drop it into the bottle and then and then heat it up and it no, fills no,
2: with paper? No, no. So no, so it's it's a miniature Brandy bottle. I think the classic okay. was, was to use a, a Martel brandy bottle. The cinch changed the bottle design, but that was the, the original Martel miniature brandy bottle. And what you do is you actually drill a hole in the base. I say drill, but mm. you, you mm-hmm. use, you know, drilling glass, you grind it using a grinding attachment on a, a little hobby drill or a drill. So the base then becomes the mouthpiece. And then in the, the mouth of the bottle as it was, you then put your mesh in there you put your dmt on the mesh you use a flame just to lick lightly lick the the crystal so they pre-melt melt into the and then you can pick it up without losing your dose and you know i was just
1: going to ask you that Does yeah that have to be straight up and down or no you just melt it down just and pre-melt
2: then. it so when you okay. pick it up yeah. and put the mouthpiece to your mouth it's, it's not falling out and then it's just you know the, the trick is not to feed the flame into the mesh but rather mm-hmm. position the lighter such that the the convection current's from the flame can be drawn in and vaporize the dose and like i said i got really proficient with that and, you know um and i think one thing that's overlooked is you know uh, people often think maybe they think bigger dose is better uh, you could argue a breakthrough is a breakthrough but i think there's other factors right. as well such as the frequency with which somebody researches and i was i was researching quite frequently and it sort of I came to sort of conclusion that you know that things were indulging me and and things were waiting for me. There were there were certain occasions where, especially outside, I'd be That's coming home from work and I I had every intention I'm going home and I'm gonna get in that garden. I'm gonna hit that bottle. And you know, I it's like I get home and I think something's waiting for me. You know, I'm going down the garden path. I'm like something's waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I get in the, the back garden. I'm laid down and I think oh, my God, something is just there waiting. They almost out.
1: welcome you, don't they? I mean, well, they, they know well, when I you're mean, coming you know, and when that, you're leaving, kind of. Yeah,
2: I mean, you could just sense the thing was there, and then, you know, in the garden, it's like three hits laid back, and it's just there. It just emerges. like.
1: Well, that's another one, too. You're outside uh, in your garden most of the time, which must be beautiful, mm. um, but also keeping your eyes open it seems to me or not are are you doing a little yeah, combination of both yeah or? i
2: always keep my eyes open i mean when when it's a full breakthrough it doesn't matter whether you've got your eyes open or your eyes yeah, closed obviously. whether it's I've daylight or darkness you, you're going to be seeing that sort of you know hyperdefined hyperspatial reality but no i i i think if if i'd maintained closed eyes and if i would pursued dark or dimly lit conditions that there'd be no dmt in my occult mind books it it was by you know pursuing eyes open and, and daylight or or illuminated conditions that i was able to arrive at the conclusions that i arrived at
1: yeah no the experiences are all unique and different and uh but let's let's hit on that so um as i noticed and as i sent you most people tend to always speak of having some type of uh, visual experience of Mayan or Aztec glyphs kind of a, kind of as a motif um, which I don't notice too much in, in the book. And people talk about the machine elves as well, which I kind of understand what they're talking about with that in my own experiences and the Harlequin or Joker entity. Um, So just first, did, did you experience any kind of background patterns of, 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 south american let's say or central american origin you
2: know i i I gotta just be honest and say no i've 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 not had any egyptian themes or mayan themes or aztec themes right um not once um why that would be i i do not know i mean and even on the higher doses too you didn't that's really no not at all i mean I've had thematic experiences. What, what I mean right. by that is an experience that's similar. You know, you experience it different times, several times. It's like, okay, okay, yeah. It's like, um, it's like maybe it's the same entity imposing those visions upon me. It's got the same. Uh, seemingly autonomous human-like entities in a, you know, a, a amazing morphing lang- landscape or background. So yeah, I've, I've had thematic experiences and I think it's really interesting that people report these main and it, Egyptian because they, there there yeah. is clearly a thematic element to some of these experiences. Um, why it would be, I, I don't know. It's really interesting.
1: Would you say that they do know why you're there though, that they've got an idea that you're, you're doing this book and you're, you're, spreading information out to other people so that they can make a decision of whether they want to maybe try to experience Uh, it?
2: I love that question. So, you know, when I began, I had no idea what was going on. And then slowly, slowly, it it, it almost began to reveal itself to me. And, you know, there there were certain experiences where Mm -hmm. it became evident that I was being engaged on a one-to-one basis by powerful non-physical entities. And from there on, it was like, Okay. Uh, and that's not to say made commitment to the experiences as e-, e any easier, but it was like, okay, well, I, I kinda did sort of, you know, try and thought transfer my intentions where I was writing a book on this and, and I, I would seek help. And I do wonder whether I was Um, indulged in the experiences I seem to have quite a wide range of experiences going from the 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 visionary breakthroughs then to the invasive aspect of the experiences and then when outdoors the revelatory and I don't mean in any prophetic sense but you know you smoke a dose and one of these non-physical entities will emerge in my setting and I can see in otherwise consensus reality and it just represents like some
1: and like you said, o- you can sense before you huge,
2: started. Yeah, huge, multifaceted, you know, dense but transparent gemstone. I mean, really beautiful wow. aspects. You know, it, yeah, then it becomes very clear that there are some really amazing uh, beings, entities, creatures doesn't seem right somehow, of hidden nature. You know, you see those, it's like, wow. And they represent by far the... The highlight of my research. Better well, that's another question. Who generate breakthroughs? Are? Yeah.
1: Who do you think these entities are? Oh, and let me just lead it into this, and yeah. then d- depending on who you think they may be, do you think that the plane that you're meeting them in is is possibly like a baseline of where you're entering into that existence through smoking DMT? But these entities are also entering into this realm so that they can interact with you and maybe they're from a higher ra- a realm or, um, does that make sense? Kind of, in yeah, a different, uh, you know, I, 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 I love Do this question in order to meet you there.
2: Yeah. I, I absolutely love this question because, um, I'm at the moment undertaking so much literary research into DMT and my Cold Mind 3, which will be the final in that series. So I'm really keen to kind of, okay. I don't want to say nail that question, but at least put something forward for consideration around that that topic. And I love that. So, yeah, I mean, DMT entities. Are they angels? Are they demons? Are they astral entities, or, or what are they? I mean, and it's interesting, cause, you know. Demons is a bit of a taboo word, and if right. people subscribe to that sort of Christianized version of demons, or the jinn, yeah, or the jinn of Arabic mythology. I mean, when when you look up the um, the definition of uh, demons, as they were called back in, um, you know ancient days uh, uh, Damon. It, it defines as replete with wisdom so that's not something sounds like, like you know Peach. like a gargoyle <laughs> or, 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 or a grotesque yeah. you know being these are really powerful agents of hidden nature so look I, I i've not i've not i almost feel like i'm you know the game you like pin the tail in the donkey I almost feel it's a bit like that with the DMT entities, like you know, write write various options on the board and then you you blindfold yourself and stick. But no, I'm 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 like I say, I'm undertaking so much literary research and I'm finding some absolute gems. I'm going through books, through articles, through documents, and I will be quoting these gems in, in DMT and Michael, I don't know. I mean, I, I suspect that they're from um, a devashanic realm, which is another way of saying they're from an angelic realm. I, I, Got it. If they are astral entities, I, I don't know. But from, from what I'm reading, the theosophical, the occult, the esoteric literature, I think these are either angelic or demonic, either or both. From well, a, Have you ever a, had any
1: very negative experiences to where maybe um, i've I, i've had moment.
2: challenge i've had challenging experience the only ones yeah. i'd say were negative were they weren't even um they were not i don't think there was anything in attendance there was no entity there it just became my mind you're coming very darkly introspective and you know what it sounds awful and it was at the time but you know these are the ones that you learn from you learn about right, right, right. your mind your psyche right. but yeah there were there were three experiences that really stood out as um, interactions with qualitatively different beings different entities you know visibly perceptibly uh, of a different different order or a different quality and yeah they were challenging at the time frightening for sure you know
1: yeah have, but
2: again, of the, that, these are the noticed, ones that you learn from.
1: Yeah, well, and like an LSD experience or psilocybin, you can have those occurrences. Yeah. But it is—it's there to teach you something, yeah. whatever mm. that is. But I would assume you know DMT is going to be a much stronger um, experience and kicking mm. you in the butt, so to speak. Mm. Uh, on that note, have you ever tried five meo? <gasps> you
2: know, yeah, I I, I tried really it several weeks experience. ago. You know, it was one of those. I I had a work commitment, but it was like several hours away. And I I just felt like, I don't know, it's like I felt like, not that I needed to do something, but I felt I wanted to do something because I had no valid excuse not to do it. And I had nothing else really to do. And and I was was squirming a little bit because my options were salvia, uh, vape DMT, or it, it was a last-minute choice. I got. I had this pipe pre-prepared on my desk, wrapped in plastic wrap for you know quite some time. I said, "You know what? Let's do it." And I, I kind of thought it it may have lost its potency. I tell you what. I, I got, I got in, I got in the giant trampoline. I bought my boys for the lockdown. You know, the the pandemic mm-hmm. lockdown. Zipped it up, and I hit, it, I hit the pipe properly you know uh kept it down kept it down kept it down and then the onset yeah, it hits
1: you immediately wow. it's a little different I than going like a buzzing and then you go down the yeah. tunnel this hits you immediately doesn't it
2: oh my god it, i mean yeah. you know and it's not like you gotta like take three there's totes. no preparation just one <laughs> just one big pull keep right. it down keep it down keep it down, and then wow and do you know what uh, don't ask me what happened, but I tell you what, there was a moment in the midst of that experience where it was without a doubt, it, it superseded all my NNDMT experiences. Now, yeah. now I'm sober. Well, it's when called
1: I the think, God molecule for the god I
2: tell you what, right. oh my God. I uh, Now I'm sober. I think did it really supersede each and every one of my DMT experiences? It doesn't it's seem valid I don't think
1: it but, at, it. at, at,
2: at t- but uh, Drew, at the time, it was yeah, tough. I know. It was like,
1: <laughs> it's pretty nuts.
2: Oh my I,
1: god! I, I did it once. I think I told you. I'm not going to get into it today because we're talking about huh? your book. But I, yeah, I I'd taken way too much, thinking it was just regular <laughs> oh, wow. DMT. I took about ten <laughs> times the the dose mm. that's recommended, and wow. yeah, it was it, it was crazy absolutely crazy
2: i i mean one one, the takeaway for me was because because like with nndmt now uh, i mean i'm still like you know if it comes to if if the thought to smoke it comes to my mind that my mind almost almost straight away says no chance you know that's crazy that's crazy but i tell you what with the 5m yodi i feel really super excited about it and i will be I'll be pursuing try it again. yeah I'll be pursuing more of that and I, and I, I know I have to say that cautiously that. because yeah. I I I I know full well it's uh, an exceedingly potent and powerful yeah. Substance, you know, people yeah, there was tell no me no
1: entities when I did it. It was just blackness almost, and all these black hands reaching out and trying to grab me. Wow. It, it was great yeah. It was it was very intense, and yeah. uh, I wouldn't call it negative, but I'm not sure what. I think it's just from the amount that I took. It just overwhelmed me. I mean, I, I was sitting up in bed, yeah. and I'm always alone when I do this. And I was just testing it out for somebody uh, mm-hmm. that was going to be the first time. So I figured this is only half a dose, no big deal, and. Boom, it just hit me, mm. and everything fell like glass shards in front mm-hmm. of me, and I fell right out of bed. i didn't know what was up and what was down
2: <laughs> Wow.
1: That's as much as I'll say, but yeah, I just I fell right out of bed on my head right on my head
2: <laughs> yeah okay but yeah i'm 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 super excited by by the experience of yeah I you hear know it I, right. I I have capacity to further that research It's just a case of set and setting, you know we, we're on a lockdown it's just, just waiting for right. the right time to sort of like okay there's, there's no interruptions. I've got space. Yeah, I've got time. Like you,
1: it's a good thing. You've got the time. Uh, yeah. Now that you can put into it, I guess.
2: Well, I mean, you know, I I'm working full time. I've got to, uh, I've got a teenager and one about to be a teenager, you know, so it, it's just fine. You know, oh, I've yeah. got responsibilities, but those, those times will come and I, I hope I can take advantage of them when they do and not, you know, not, you know, chicken out i mean these things happen you know sometimes you've got an opportunity and you you take it other times you think no my damn that's crazy no (laughs) way
1: (laughs) (laughs) what what speaking of your experiences then what what would you say is your has been your most profound experience where you Mm. you say if it's a little negative maybe it's there to teach you something but i think it goes in the other way too if it's a very positive experience it's, it's there to show you something as well
2: Ah, oh, such a good question. Do you know what? It's really hard I mean, to pick teem- down yeah. one that was the most profound. I can say, right. I can say that there was um, one that was relatively mundane as far as DMT experiences as as go, and but that's had a, a very long lasting effect on me. And that was just you know outside stormy weather, smoke DMT, uh, negative feeling. I felt the presence of something. It flashed an image up in my mind. A very you know, a very obvious image, just for a few seconds. Can't even tell you what it was, and it just changed my mindset. And and since that day, you know, it it kind of like imposed upon me or it Im- imbued in me that um, positivity in the face of all adversities, the best that we can be. And like the storm was there, and I was like, you know, bring it on. And I, I, <laughs> it, it's I don't know that that really it changed my mindset. Yeah, pro- profound. I, I would say. Uh, I would say, not I would say the, 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 the which one
1: taught you the most, well, I guess?
2: Very well, ah,
1: again, that's profound.
2: But, but there was yeah. one where the very first invasive experience where the entity invests a portion of its non-physical self within some aspects of your physiology mm. and then begins to play around. You know, I mean that left me. What, is that the
1: Joker's? The kind of like the Joker, or Harlequin? So these, these,
2: these are not. I mean, there's a physics. There's a visual. Yeah, I know aspect you're not
1: seeing it, but maybe you're just no. Getting there's a that. The
2: visual aspect there, but the, okay. the non-physical entity that's showing you the visuals, it can also invest a, a portion of itself within your physiology and operating in a sort of quasi-physical oh, manner. So, so I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Here's yeah, go a good ahead. one. I smoke DMT in the, in the bedroom. I, I lay back. The entity arrives. I can feel it arrive. It imposes its power, tremendous power. I can feel that filling the room, and I can feel it's, it's within my, uh, my chest cavity. And Mm -hmm. like you know, a couple of minutes pass, and this thing's moving about inside me. I'm thinking, what's going to happen? Alien. And (laughs) yeah, and then it starts moving about really fast, and it, it wow. I'm I'm then thinking. The bloody thing's trapped. It's trapped and it can't get out. Wow. And I tell you what, once you start thinking along those lines, it's like mm-hmm. you become really because I'm home alone and I'm thinking my wife's going to come back and I'm going to be found dead and there's going to be. That's like, how nope. I've
1: been. Never been a time where I haven't said, "Oh my god, I think I did too yeah. much." something. but Every listen, this, this 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 thing,
2: this thing is like now it's going crazy inside <laughs> my body. It's like trying to find a way out. I didn't know right. it can. It can go at what it whenever it That's wants. But it, it knows exactly where my psyche is. The trees are outside. They're kind of looking at me, and and it's like the trees are like, oh my god, oh that poor guy. Look at that <laughs> poor guy. And then the moment I'm on, you know, real horrible panic, it just goes. And it just like, goes oh. away. Okay. It knows exactly where your minds are. You know, it knows just where you're okay.
1: at. So yeah. when people see different things, like I mentioned about the machine elves, which you don't mention too much, which a lot of people do too, or the Harlequin and, and kind of Joker's presence. I, I think you're right. These are just kind of mindscapes. It's something that the entity is portraying to you. That may be something that you're of uh, comfortable with or have seen before. And so it just represents itself as a joker it's not really that what you're seeing what you're visualizing as a let's say a joker card or the joker feature that's not really the entity itself it's maybe just what it's projecting onto your yeah, mind
2: and, and she you knows, know Yeah, and, and with the
1: mayan as right and the aztec thing that yeah maybe it's just certain people that it
2: and, and that's what i believe terence mckenna was referring to when he said machine elves you know it's these like yeah, right, right. little tyke like beans or little elves or goblins or they can be human we'll like that. entities or i I assume that's what he was referring to you know i don't know if McKenna everett spoke about it, the invasive aspect of of these experiences, so I assume he's talking about the visual aspect and and you know then you're at the mercy of the mind of the entity it can impose upon your perception right.
1: whatever it was haven't he claimed that it's it's an alien an actual real alien i think he says that psilocybin mushrooms and dmt are have got came here from another planet literally and it's their way of communicating to us and that's why like at ayahuasca that's why the um indians were able to find the two ingredients which would be nearly impossible in fact you did ayahuasca didn't you go on a
2: yeah I ayahuasca don't know to, trip? I, I, i'm really why don't
1: you talk about that the difference yeah. of that from your regular yeah DMT i mean no I, I
2: you know if i could take ayahuasca if i could afford to take ayahuasca weekly on it you know every week right and i i could kind of divorce myself from my family if it doesn't sound right wow. <laughs> but, but you know like take myself away from the family for the week which i can do i i would take that every week i think it's it's unbelievable it, it's um it's just fantastic so yeah i mean i got to try in the uk I, I can't afford to go to south america financially or time from work or time from family but you know i got introduced to a, a wonderful uh, retreat in the uk obviously these oh, places wow. are very, very secretive you know and there's still a okay. cost element to it but you know it's not like flying right. to the amazon yeah. um wow so i think i've tried it about it'd be about 10 times now and
1: i think they have retreats here in florida too i, I, I need to look into that again
2: you know i mean one of the in. takeaways from me was that these retreats should be popping up all over the country because right. you know it, it's a terrible mess out there with the pandemic and and depression and, and uh, yeah absolutely really up, well you both say but the suicide you know and i mean i, I heard about these things anything you, you know there's so much talk about mental health and mental health awareness. I don't hear any discussion in this country about
1: There's a lot of domestic abuse going on just because people uh, are in oh, together. That, for, you know, it's horrible things that yeah, are going on. And
2: you, you come away from these ayahuasca experiences, and I don't know, it just puts a very different
1: Is it light cleansing? on
2: things. It's healing, it's cleansing, It's it's. I mean it's it, I suppose it depends on the individual you know I mean I've Is it much individual.
1: more visual? I know it's a lot longer. I mean you're talking isn't it like 8 to 10 hours? I Something think I, like I that. I would
2: say you know on one a one cup I would say 4 to 5 hours and then 40. you know Oh, four, four,
1: to four to five, yeah, four
2: to five hours, but a retreat usually has like, you know, there'll be two or three cups spaced out, so you can end up going, you know, quite a few hours. You can do it again. Yeah, yeah. Really? I mean, you know, I mean, the, the last time I did wow. it, I would booked on and I was kind of like putting it out there. I want this experience to be strong, you know, and I, and I get yeah. to the retreat and I have, I have the interview and I, I'm basically asking for the strongest medicine in the house. And she said, look, wow. everybody, everybody gets the same, but we'll <laughs> give you as big a dose as we – and she gave me this huge oh. dose. And I've got to be honest, like by the second cup, it, it, I didn't know – did, did I had, had no sex? idea ayahuasca I, I could be so strong. It was oh, yeah. in, intense. But you know, I mean, I mean
1: it's of magnitude. It, it was like full, than full breakthrough, doing,
2: right? you know, full
1: breakthrough.
2: Yeah. Really wow. powerful visuals. Uh, you For know, four yeah. to
1: five hours. That's that's.
2: Yeah, but you know what? I kind of, I'd
1: go. I guess the, you lose track of time. I bet.
2: Oh, I, I mean, I was, I really, I was in the thick of it. I was really, but I kind of like after the first couple, I was kind of like, dare I say, it, I was kind of goading the entity, kind of like in my mind, like he's saying. Is that the best you've got? Blah 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 blah. And wow. um, by the second <laughs> copy, I, I could feel it within 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 just minutes. I could feel it. It was really starting again. To so the second copy just immediately, yeah, it threaded itself into me really powerfully imposed um, were there but, any
1: that you you'd recognize as being from any of your other dmt experiences like any other entities that joined in that you'd recognize or or no just completely different
2: I, and i mean the one that was i i think i think they different but there's there's certainly a a class or a, a species or you know there's a there's a certain commonality there's there's a certain there's a certain DMT entity, a non-physical entity, and right. they seem to be by far the most common type and, you know of, of various powers, so it would seem. I mean, the, the one on the, the last ayahuasca one was insanely powerful. And I'm, I mean, I'm left wondering. I think
1: that you can see the Mayan and Aztec backgrounds because it's ayahuasca, right? Because that comes from that place. And that's why I yeah. think people…
2: Well, and this this medicine had come. This medicine had been, I believe, it had been made in South America, and it had found its way to the UK. So right. you know, it wasn't sort of cooked domestically. It was cooked, right, you know, right. indigenously, so to speak, in um, South America.
1: But it's a liquid, right? Isn't it? A, they yeah, put it in a um, form and you drink it. Mm.
2: It's um. I don't want to say tarry, but it's quite quite a viscous <laughs> brown liquid, and you know, it's right. it's not the
1: it's not the nicest taste you know but uh Most people get sick on it kind of like peyote a little bit people know,
2: yeah, well uh, i was I want to say ayahuasca but i was worried that you know with ayahuasca i thought you know i'm going to be puking i'm going to be right puking. right that's what and i hear that is an aspect of it but you know what in comparison to the experience and what you get from the experience that's nothing in, in fact it's a really it's part of the experience because actually body sort of purging of i don't know uh, poisons, toxins, negative things. And, and by freeing your body of those things, then the spirit's got more opportunity to, you know, uh, invest itself throughout you. Uh, I think that's the theory. Got it. You know, and there's um a tobacco snuff called harpe. And ooh, we experienced that. That's forcibly blown up each nostril. Oh, and it's a very I fine tobacco snuff. National graphic.
1: Oh, yeah, they blow the snuff like straight up or something in your, your nose. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, but are you saying that's hallucinogenic as well? Uh, well,
2: I, I, I I've not hallucinated on it, but it's certainly a very... A, but it's a tobacco mind manifesting agent. Yeah, it's it's for the first few minutes after it's forcibly blown up your nose. You just regret having. I did. I was like, "What the <laughs> hell have I done?" Oh, it's it's well, awful. Drew, it's awful. But, but they
1: but shove I, that thing up your nose. And, yeah, and, your brain. and
2: you've got <laughs> listen, and, and they say, "Look, you've got to have it." You know, if you have it up one nostril, you've got to have it up the other. You've got to balance it out. And as <laughs> and like the last re- – I've had it before, but the last re- – I like, like that. Yeah, yeah I love some of that, and I'm like front of the queue. And then, you know, straight after, I was like, why did I do that? But then after five minutes when you're on your mattress, your head mm-hmm. is so clear, you're – If you've the energy flowing around your body feels so unobstructed and you're like, wow, okay, yeah. And and, something uh, you do
1: after the ayahuasca or before, or it's just completely separate. It's just another experience. It's an is it also hallucinogenic or is it Well, I I
2: didn't have any hallucinations. More of an amphetamine type. No, I I wouldn't say it's like amphetamine type. It's um it's uh i'm just thinking and i'm not tobacco. sure it's entheogenic but it's certainly a powerful mind manifesting agent and we had it, it ha- we were offered it after the first cup but before nice. the second cup and i think it sets you up nicely for for that second hmm. cup it, it really set me up and quite a few other people up nicely but yeah after after that there's a lot of hawking, so it's like an spitting. aperitif
1: or something yeah <laughs> in um, between
2: yeah, courses I, I suppose you could say that but yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, barfing, purging, it's been wow. spitting in buckets. You know, it's, it's an absolute chorus of hawking and spitting and nose blowing and, and puking. And uh, it's quite an experience, you know, just, just to hear right. that. But yeah, it's, it's it's good.
1: Well, I know the answer to this already, but would you recommend DMT in these experiences to people in a clinical setting that have PTSD? You know, because they're really starting to look at it more now. And I think they're in the UK. I think you're ahead of us here in the U S but my sister's uh, um, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, she's a psychologist, but a social worker too mm-hmm. over in uh, New Mexico. And uh, I just sent her a couple of articles yesterday. I was talking about our upcoming mm-hmm. show and she was really interested in that. Mm-hmm. So she's been reading up on, on the uses of, uh, you know, psychedelics in, in her practice of, you know, if, and when that's going to happen. I think it will after a period of time, you know, they'll eventually get um, marijuana completely, you know, uh, le- or get it legalized across yeah. the entire country. And then they'll move maybe to psychedelics, including MDMA mm. for PTSD. So anyways, well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind no, of a question I, in there. <laughs> well, well,
2: you know, I'm not, I'm not sure that the UK are uh, ahead. Maybe in, in terms of, thought, of okay, academic research, but maybe but not. In, in terms of capacity to... Um, for a psychiatrist to use it? No, I, I don't think that's, that's okay. available. Certainly not in a licensed sense i don't know if there's underground sites. no you haven't read
1: anything about them experimenting or doing
2: no i i mean i know mdma is i think it's been proven as really um you know really fantastic for dealing with ptsd so i mean you know the 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 quicker it is made available to you know registered i think this would be better
1: for trauma maybe certain types of trauma you've uh, and then dmt would be something really good to sort that out perhaps
2: Maybe, maybe or yeah. Psilocybin. I mean, psilocybin, certainly, and ayahuasca. Yeah, I can see. You know, if 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 okay.
1: uh,
2: if people have gone through sort of, you know,
1: but a controlled. Clinical, clear, be yeah, with a somebody to think. Yes.
2: I, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so we talk about the most profound, and I think you've kind of already mentioned this. But what was just an experience, maybe that you had that was so lackluster? Or you just wondered, you know, why did I even do that today? Did you get many circumstances ah, okay. like that? I'll tell you what, or, the, first,
2: the first thing that comes to mind on this, and this is this is incredible, uh, because other people, a few other people, a couple of other people have mentioned this. So I went through a period of a month where I was extracting my own crystals. And, you know, when I was air drying them, I could smell the, the DMT sort of wow. synthetic potency of them. But then when I came to smoke them, Absolutely nothing. I'm talking no mind manifesting capacities whatsoever. Hmm. And I went an entire month like that. And I changed, I changed all the chemicals. I got backs from, from different suppliers and it didn't matter what I did. And I was, you know, I was so frustrated. I was doing extraction after extraction, after extraction, they smelled potent when they came out, I was not changing anything else. But when I came to smoke them, they were just inert. And I went through every conceivable reason as to why that could be. And and, and it pains me to say, you but the only that
1: Because it's really just going on within yourself and maybe it's not. No, entities. no,
2: no. Because, because when, when DMT oxidizes and it loses its, its real right. zing, it's still quite a force to be reckoned with. You know, right, DMT sure. an oxide, when you smoke it, it's still powerfully mind manifesting even though you might Mm -hmm. not get that full dmt experience but these crystals had zilch nothing at all and that it's almost like something invisible was pinching the potency out of my crystals i have no idea i went a solid month like that and then all of a sudden things went back to normal and i just i don't know i don't don't know what to make of that
1: yeah that's the only thing i could think of but i wouldn't yeah, yeah, really. my own experiences i think that these are actual entities that we are interacting with yeah. coming from you know a different plane of existence and uh, whether it's onto this baseline or or not or we're just shot into their reality and i don't know who knows but um,
2: yeah i mean ba- based on my experiences it, it was them coming to me i mean you know when, when you're in the yeah. middle of that, a breakthrough experience and you're opening up sure. your
1: mind your yeah. plan is open they are coming to you
2: They're coming to us and engulfing us within their mind and, you know, Mm -hmm. mesmerically overpowering us, as I'm arguing. But for sure, it looks like you've gone somewhere else. And these things are so powerful. Sometimes it's like they can almost, when they depart, it's almost like they can spit you out of their body of mind, you know. And it's really convincing that, damn, I've just been spat out from a realm, you know. I mean, these these (laughs) things are so, they're insanely powerful, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, And I think I asked this, but I I can't remember what the answer was. But do you do you tend to see the same entities? I'd imagine they're going to be different all the time. But is there is there one that just kind of seems to be there more often than others? Maybe that's just kind of attached itself to you, and has been helping you possibly along the way, knowing what you're doing that you're, you know, documenting all of these experiences. For people,
2: yeah, I mean, so so indoors in in the landing at the top of the stairs, which is quite a small area. I think there was certainly one entity that that visited me s- several times. You know, maybe maybe quite a few more. Uh, I say that because there was uh, a thematic ac- aspect to the experience as right. the same human-like entities. I, I think that's the same being that that you know undertook the invasive. Uh, or some of the invasive experiences, interactions with me. So, yeah, as I say, there's there's a class or a species or an order of of beings which are similar. And, uh, yeah, I I suppose I believe one of them has interacted with me, you know, more more than one. Some
1: speak to you, some don't, yeah, I'd imagine a different. I like that explanation. A different class of being, maybe.
2: Yeah, and and then interestingly, the the ones that were challenging, like when outside, that was peculiar because that was like a little. It was like a disc, maybe two meters wide, you know, like a disc, and I could. It was transparent, but I could see. It looked like it was made of constructible pieces, you know, like wow. a puzzle. But that was yeah. that was quite a challenging experience because. I feel like I was subliminally coaxed into smoking DMT against my wishes. I'd said I'm not smoking it because the, the conditions were around. but I ended up smoking this dose, and the, the bloody thing was waiting for me. You know, I was outside, and it just came down,
1: and, and we're just hovering there, and like yeah, just like, just, like, like, just, just just
2: just emerged. And straight wow. away it came down to me, and, and some some aspect of it went into my my brain, and it did something in there, and then it just shot away at a forty five degree angle. It he was just and so and I, I felt like it was like it was an incursion, you know. It was almost like um, right? A, yeah, I I feel like I've been an invasion set, set up, yeah. And and I had of two or three privacy. really dark hours after that, sort of thinking, oh my god, really? what's he? Do? Well, I didn't wow. know what it had done in my head, and. I don't know. I, I wonder if it was
1: some type of craft, some small craft. I have, so I have wondered. Mechanical I, I looking. I Wouldn't that be really, interesting? I have the little, little tiny I mean, entities in there.
2: <laughs> I mean, listen, th- there's another one. This, this is great. I'll tell right. you what. Okay. You asked for one of the most profound sure. experiences. Check this. So I smoke in the garden. And before I know what's what, this entity is on me. And I'm not kidding. It's roughhousing me. It's It's like... I don't know. It's this like doing a number on me. It's like um, like wrapping it was bean, me up. Like no, ones, it's like wrapping. Ones. I feel like you know, like plastic wrap. I feel like it's wrapping yeah. me up very tightly oh. in this plastic wrap. Ooh. But it's so brusque, and it's yeah. like the sense is like, broken. come here now, come here. am you know, you're gonna get it now. And I was terrified, but I and it was like roughhousing me. And then when it had finished, I thought I was gonna die. And then when it had finished, again same as the other yeah. thing, it shot away at a forty-five degree angle. Now there was the cloud; the sky was continuous cloud cover. And then my eyes were drawn over to a particular portion of the sky. This thing had punched a hole in the clouds. Really? I, had, I swear to God, it had punched a little hole, a, a hole in the cloud. And I watched, and this hole slowly, the clouds slowly formed back up. And again, so it was, it was continuous through, cloud cover. This thing came from up there. Yeah. In, the,
1: yeah. in, the, in the other realm, perhaps. It
2: came from, it definitely, well, I don't know where it came from, but it certainly appeared it shot through those clouds and, and le- left, you know.
1: it had its, its way it with you. Exit
2: <laughs> through those clouds, which then formed back up. And uh, that I was profound never because that. it That's really incredible. did, I it really roughhoused me. You know, it was astonishing.
1: Also, let's, um, so in, in DMT, uh, and the spirit monocle number three on the third book that you're going to be doing, is there anything different or you're just going to add to the experiences that I think you hinted that you're going to express a little bit more on what you think these entities are perhaps, or where they're coming from?
2: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll include my, uh, you know, th- some choice ayahuasca experiences. Uh, and hopefully they will I'm sure there'll be some more before I, I publish that book, which is quite some way off. There'll be my, um, 5-MeO-DMT experiences. I've yet to try 4-ACO-DMT, which is synthetic psilocybin. I really want to – I'm really excited to try that. I think there'll probably be – I think there'll be quite a bit more about 5-MeO-DMT because I'm I'm really excited by that. that. It's It's so different to – what I
1: thought it, it, would be I or could it would be a proper way
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and then you know <laughs> I the, can the, get a hold
1: uh, of it moment yeah not what so I did yeah
2: time is on literary research so it's going to be trying uh, you know provide some interesting uh writing around who these DMT entities are whether they're angels or demons or whether they're astral or, or uh, angelic you know and I'll be including a lot of really interesting quotes that I've, I've dug out from, you know, some uh, oh, a like a of material
1: guide to entities. You're going to kind of yeah, well, something like All that. Yeah. I'll
2: different... be, you know, it's, and it's just for consideration. It's not me saying yeah, yeah. this is the truth. It's just saying, right, look, right. Th- this is what I found. And I'm really exactly. excited to share this with uh, anybody who's interested in it. It's just for consideration. And hopefully they'll enjoy the, the writing and the research and the arguments.
1: And it gives somebody something to look forward to, maybe that hasn't done it before. I have a feeling if they do start looking at this in in a clinical setting that they're gonna go to your books. I really do. I, I can't think of anything better
2: well, than you know, the way you lay I, out all I, these
1: experiences. You know? I
2: hope so. I mean I've I've been referenced almost. and quoted in a, an academic paper recently. I think I've been quoted in um or referenced rather in a few, but I've just I've just not looked at them wow. on academia.edu. I just um I don't I, you know I've, I've not I've not looked at them yet maybe maybe in time I'll get to look at them but the exciting news for me is and it's it's I still can't believe it but Graham Hancock has made me his author of the month for this month in November nice I just can't believe yeah. it you know so uh, there's an article on um, Graham Hancock's website um very cool a forum there where I c- you know can interact with people asking questions
1: and uh, it's really great people make note of that
2: yeah, it's on it's on Graham Hancock's website. It may be his author of the month, and I still can't can't believe it. You know, it's very humbling and I'm really That's gonna get uh, you indebt- indebted indebted to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: really good. Uh, we're coming up in on an hour. I know it's uh later over there for you. So I'm just so glad that we we finally got to do this. Um I mean I love the books. I Thank I just you. yeah, I go back and read them over and over. But it's some of the same experiences and unfortunately I don't have um you know, the ability to do this as much, but when it does come around, I'm, I'm always for it. And I'm kind of like you, I, I, I like the, and people are usually like, why in the hell do you, but I, I like being alone, you know, instead of around people where it's a recreation alone and with myself and, and the DMT and, and it served me well except each time, no matter what, I always start where where it's negative and I feel like I've done too much. (laughs) I don't know why. And I freak out. I open up my eyes, but I think in in hearing more from your experiences, it makes it feel more comfortable with that, that I did open my eyes and and that's okay. You know, you don't have to keep your eyes closed to, to have the full breakthrough experiences, which I did. So some I did, a few I didn't, but you know, and whatever. and just
2: to say because we, we've not not touched on it and i think you mentioned you know people maybe experiencing it for the first time i mean the vast majority of my experiences have been beautiful i mean wonderful playful yeah. entertaining just stupendous and and that's been the vast majority of my experiences so i mean yeah this I really, it's, it it's a, so it's a wonderful molecule you know and uh, yes. it doesn't matter i mean look you can read my books i've delighted it always do, leads but, into but, something yeah you, you'll forget yeah. all about my books when you experience that molecule for yourself you know it's uh, seeing is believing it really is would
1: you recommend maybe uh, since you know there's no way we can recommend to people how they would go about getting DMT but uh, maybe ayahuasca ceremonies might be a way to go if they don't have access uh, if they've got the money to go to Central America or find a place local like what you did um, was I that think- something that you'd recommend?
2: Well, I mean, if if you if if it's available and and you uh, trust them, you know, um, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, DMT is it's obviously highly illegal. I've never bought it. I've always extracted my own from the the various route backs that are available online, and and everything you need is online. Oh, are do you it? able
1: to do that if oh, if they yeah. are illegal? Because you've got the two separate ones. And then I guess I mean, maybe I mean, that's I mean, why like, no one's come knocking because it,
2: it's, 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 it's highly illegal. I mean, it's in the same category as um, heroin. But I would think if
1: you I mean. get it synthesized already, maybe, maybe not if you're just getting the ingredients themselves separate and then brewing it up yourself i don't know i'm just speculating obviously. well that, that,
2: that's what most people do most people will do a diy extraction they'll buy the back and then follow one of the very I, I think people are put off by the extraction technique and there's a few yeah i don't think i would
1: trust myself
2: it's <laughs> really simple it's easier than baking yeah. a cake but i can understand why people are put off but you know, it's it's not difficult. And look, if, if people really, really wanted to try it, and I know I did when I first came school. I, I said, whatever it takes, I am going to get this substance. And it turned out it was not too difficult, thankfully.
1: So you did. So instead of just searching out where it's already synthesized you, you wanted to brew it up yourself. So you made that decision and well, then I, got the yeah, ingredients I mean, I, yeah, and just I, went I, for it.
2: I always extract my own. I've, I've never nice. bought DMT. I always extract I didn't know that. my okay. own. Yeah. I think that's what most people do. And uh, it's very, very simple and straightforward. Yeah. I didn't want to but, ask
1: you that. Where are you yeah,
2: getting from? No. <laughs> yeah. No. But now no, I feel better because you know, I mean, you're no, doing it yourself. You know, I, it, it is, it's, uh, it's, it's highly illegal. Um, right. You know, but I, 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 kind of took the view that the, the, the experience the effects of something mm-hmm. you're interacting with powerful non-physical beings of hidden nature right. if that's not big news i don't know what is right. you know th- this is like right. a world-changing game-changing life-changing substance and experience you know okay you know i i, I, well, I they say I,
1: we're on the verge of of having you know alien uh, agendas or or whether they're gonna be a, be a big release you know that they're gonna um You know, admit you know that there's extraterrestrials visiting us here, but I would argue that we're already doing that, right? In these DMT experiences, already.
2: I I look. So, is that going to be a government disclosure?
1: Yeah, well, it's just been talk that you know, especially when 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 Trump was elected, that he might do it. But they they say this after every you know president has been elected, they're going to be the one.
2: You know what? I was thinking about because I'm reading so much on. on UFO, and ufology, as, yeah. as well as part of my research, and I, I, I'm not sure there will be disclosure. And if, I it, there's, if there's some degree of disclosure, it Maybe won't partial. be enough. It won't be enough for because this rabbit hole, there's so many, you know, this rabbit hole, so many warrants in this rabbit hole. It just won't right. satisfy everybody. I mean, it. I, I've realized with reading the UFO stuff and the alien stuff, it's just the possibilities so if are incredible can't
1: handle it; they're going to go off the deep end i don't i don't think that's the case i think that it would be i think people would be able to do you know handle what, do you know
2: what drew if if they came out and said DMT is disclosure oh, there you go. i would yeah. applaud
1: that <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking it might already be disclosure i would
2: i would, I would applaud the, the that psycho
1: yeah, you not know, yeah, to be yeah. there You're on another planet that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like going to Mars or something. Yeah, you could be yeah. looked at yeah. in that way. Dick Conn, yeah. you know? Yeah. The first did, did, you, did you see um Elon Musk um tweeted something about DMT? No, but I know he talks about it in, in a positive way. Yeah. I think I yeah. saw him on Joe Rogan's show. Yeah I, yeah. I like Elon Musk a lot. I think he, I really appreciate I don't know much about so him, smart. but I, yeah. Well, Very I mean, I cool know who he is.
2: I've, I've not really sort of looked into him deeply, but you know, the guy's clearly extremely awake. And some of his. Have you dreams. watched
1: his Joe Rogan? Um, I have. I, I, if I've you have w- a chance, I've seen a clip. I've look seen that clip. up yeah yeah it's really good it's really yeah
2: and no, he's an incredible individual clearly so uh, but i didn't mean to yeah. cut
1: you off you were going to say no, something no. about him what was it
2: um well i mean it's it's some of his tweets are just just next oh time. about dmt yeah, right the guy, the guy thinking very laterally very differently right. and uh yeah i can see yeah. why he's where he is yeah. to him.
1: super super intelligent absolutely mm. All right, Dick. Thank you so much. i like I said, I'm so glad that we got together. Um, obviously, I'll be bugging you once the third book <laughs> comes out to come back on again. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and just to enjoy that time that you've got. Uh, you know, that you're kind of forced at you know to, to be there in the house, but around your family and and uh, yeah, put together some more experiences for us. Hit up the get do the try the five meo for sure. And I'd imagine you're probably gonna. Do another ayahuasca ceremony, so I'd I'd like to talk about that next time a little bit more to go into it, if that's okay. Cool. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, everybody, guys, uh, just remember to hit the five stars so that we can be found, uh, you know, with the algorithms there for uh, Apple, and also I think you're they're available on the Google Play Store as well. And this was uh, Dick Kahn. This was a fantastic interview. I loved it, and uh, hopefully, we'll get him back for book three. We'll talk to you guys soon.